The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And today we are not only bringing our soul to work, we are going to bring our soul to healing. And if you're listening to me live, thanks for tuning in today. I am Coach Mo Fall. I am the founder and creator of a bring your soul to work to land your dream job online career workshop for professional women called the kick-ass career workshop. And in that workshop over 12 weeks, we transform our clients souls so that they can land their dream jobs. And having watched nearly a thousand women transform their souls Over the last six plus years, I have learned a few things about soul transformation that is beyond my own personal experience, but I have had my own personal experience as well. So I am going to talk today about the recent events that happened here in the United States of America yesterday, and I'm going to talk about how our own personal journey, our own soul's journey is something that we saw playing out in the national stage yesterday. And so in the first half of this show today, I want to talk about and elaborate on and illuminate what the soul's journey looks like and what we saw yesterday. And in the second half, we're going to do some healing. We're going to do some necessary personal healing. So where do I begin on this conversation? I'm going to begin talking about our soul and talking about our purpose as human beings, as a human being on this planet. We have a purpose that was set inside of us that is a prerogative of our life here on earth, that most human beings are connected to the urging of our soul, having this prerogative in this life experience. We are all put here for our own soul to have its own expansion. We are part of an overall expansion of the infinite field of which we are connected, which many uh, religions and people call God, source, creative force. The quantum physicists of the world call it the infinite field. This field of energy, by definition, is infinite. This field of energy is something that we, as humans in a physical body, are connected to because we are inherently energy beings. 
having a human physical bodily experience. We are connected to the bodily experience most often. And we forget many times that we are a spiritual, soulful being. We forget often that we have a purpose beyond the physical. We forget what our inherent nature is. So let's talk about those things that we typically forget and why we forget them so that I can help you remember. <laughs> That's what we're going to do today. We are going to remember our soul's destiny. And that soul's destiny is the same for you and me. And that is to expand. And when I say expand, I am talking about our creator plopping us here in this body of muscles and bones and organs to have an experience where we will be compelled to be a higher version of ourselves. Our soul's journey is to become a higher version of ourself so that in contributing to the infinite unified field in which we all exist, we are unified in our experience through this energy. And if I have hate inside of me, if I have anger, if I don't like myself, I am causing disruption to the unified field. I feel it in myself. I don't necessarily feel it in the unified field. But the way that our creator put this together is really kind of neat. The way our creator put this together is that when we have these negative vibrations in our own being, the only way we can tell that they're there is by seeing it in the physical realm. I'm going to let you think about that for a second. The only way you can sense what is going on inside of you is to see it in the physical realm. Your feelings and your thoughts are energy. And that energy permeates into the unified field and creates something. That's how this universe is put together. Basically, every thought and feeling that you have is an energetic template that goes into the unified field and creates something. This is what the law of attraction is all about. And the law of attraction isn't a voluntary army. Like you don't just uh, agree to the law of attraction and then it's there for you. It's as real and pervasive as gravity is to the physical world, the law of attraction is to the energetic world. You don't opt in or opt out of gravity. You don't decide one day not to believe in gravity and therefore it doesn't exist. Gravity is pervasive and it is a law in the physical realm. It's on 24-7, 365 and 366 days on a leap year. It doesn't turn off. Now it becomes less of a physical force when you leave the Earth's atmosphere. So when you leave this physical planet, the laws that govern the Earth 
in the physical realm change as you begin to leave the atmospheric pressure that is normalized on the Earth. So if you're flying up in space, you don't have gravity at the same pressure point, and things float. So the laws do change when you leave this, but when you're walking on the Earth and living, even in a high-rise, even in a skyscraper in downtown New York City, you're going to have the effects of gravity. So if you drop a glass in your office on the 63rd floor of your office building, it's going to drop to the floor. It's going to drop to the most, to the closest physical spot. It won't keep dropping through the floor. It will stop at the floor. The physical body will stop at the physical barrier. In the non-physical world, this unified field, there is not a physical barrier of your thought-feeling energy. So this thought-feeling energy that you have, and it's by the millions because you've had millions of thoughts and millions of feelings in your life, all of that has gone into the field in which you exist, in which I exist, in which everyone exists. Our rational brain cannot quantify the magnitude of all of the thought feeling energy that exists in this unified field. I dare you to think about the mathematical equation of 7 billion plus human beings on the planet earth existing within this unified field, sending out thought feeling energy each and every second of the day, including while you're sleeping. 24 hours a day, 7 billion people are sending out their radio signals into this unified field. It's a little bit busy out there. But since this unified field is so vast, we can't even imagine what that's like because our brains think in a linear binary way, typically speaking. We can't imagine this. So it's beyond the human imagination it requires something called faith. Understanding and appreciating the thought-feeling energy that is in the unified field and how that coalesces to create your reality. You can't think and make that happen. You got to just suspend disbelief and know that that is what's happening. This is the faith. And you've got to believe also as a faithful being that being put into this experience that your creator is also keeping the earth spinning and keeping the solar system going and keeping babies being born and for the most part keeping all of our bodies going. I don't have to think about my heartbeat. If I'm not paying attention to my heartbeat, it's it's continuing to go. I don't have to think about digesting my food. It's going because there's a life force that permeates, that keeps things going. That life force is where we're all unified. And if I'm sending signals 
that I'm sick to my stomach about what's been going on in the world. And if I keep saying, I'm sick to my stomach, I'm sick to my stomach, and I keep sending that energy out, I'm going to eventually be sick to my stomach. I don't even have to say I'm sick to my stomach. I might feel that I can't stomach this. I may convince myself that I'm so overwhelmed emotionally that I'm going to be overwhelmed. You see, this whole contraption that we're a part of listens very closely to everything we think and feel. Now, I don't want you to get paranoid and thinking that, oh, if I, I, I got to watch everything I think and feel. You can't possibly be vigilant. What you have to move toward is having a default mechanism of thought, feeling, energy that is lovely towards yourself and lovely toward others. When that is your default mechanism, you will be living in your highest version of you and you will see lovely things all around you and you will be able to react and respond to the unloveliness in a different way. You will see things through that lens and you will realize when people are storming your nation's capital that there is work to be done on vacating hate and negativity. There is work to be done. And you could also see that that action by those individuals is an indication that there is work being done, that we are evolving. I live in South Florida. And one of the things I learned really early living in South Florida is that there are bugs down here that we didn't have up north. And it is a pretty darn routine thing to have your house exterminated every month, sometimes more often, because sometimes there are seasons where there's different types of ants and different types of bugs that just find their way. And when you begin to spray the bugs come out a little bit more. Now, it may be an imperfect metaphor for me to explain this to, but what I've witnessed with nearly a thousand human souls who I've watched evolve and come into their higher version of themselves, next higher version, next higher version, week after week, is that as you begin to shine your light, as you begin to be committed to the most beautiful, lovely version of yourself, which is who you were created to be, your light begins to shine on the darkness inside. We all have it in there. We all do. We're all perfectly imperfect. And we all have negativity and anger and fear and doubt, and grief, and despair, and insecurity, and jealousy. And we sometimes feel that we want to take revenge because we're feeling unworthy and someone's responsible for our feelings. We all have elements that are in the lower sphere of thought-feeling energy. And when we shine our light, 
when we begin to claim the higher parts of ourselves, when we begin to see our soul as a beautiful, glowing aspect of who we are, we now see more clearly the negative energy that needs to be cleared up. When we expose the light, we will see what's truly hidden. And this, I am convinced, is one of the reasons why human beings don't always want to evolve into the highest version of themselves. Because they fear the attack of the negative forces that have been building up inside of us over our lifetime. We fear the attack. We think we can't possibly live through the attack. We feel that once we move forward and dare to become a higher version of ourselves, that all of the negative forces and connections with people that were built on some of those negative forces are going to fight for their lives. The negative forces within us will fight to stay alive. When I was a young girl, I was raised Catholic, and this was called the devil. I don't really look at it that way because the devil to me has a person element to it that I don't believe is fair to say. I believe it's a greater level of personal responsibility to say that is within me. It's not some devil out there. That is within me. I have had hate. I have had rage. I have had jealousy. I have had unworthiness. I have had despair and powerlessness. I have had that. I have spoken words that are against my highest self. I have judged people. We all have in us things that we're not happy about. We've all said things that have made us feel bad. We have all said things to others that are harmful and negative and have created darkness within us. Because if you are a human being in touch with any aspect of how awesome you are, you will feel bad that you have had that negative outpicturing. You will feel shame and guilt that you have had those actions toward others. And that brings a little bit more darkness to it. Our own personal feelings on top of the negative we already have brings even more darkness and we try to cover it up. No, I didn't say that. No, I don't really feel that way. And we deny the negative and we try to cover it up and we stuff it away until it becomes overfull, that it begins to pop out. And we say things to people we love and we don't know where that came from. It came from the fact that you've been stuffing your negative feelings and your negative thoughts in this too small of a space. And they finally start to peek out. And the only way that we can truly heal that is by looking at it, is by shining a light on it is by forgiving ourselves, forgiving others, 
forgiveness is a key component of my 12-week workshop. Because if you don't release the negativity inside of you, you will not heal and grow. You will continue to use the physical, psychological defense mechanisms to cover it up, to smother it, to stifle it. And eventually what happens in the physical realm is that your body eventually begins to speak to you. You can handle those negative emotions earlier before your physical body has symptoms to it, but eventually it'll come out in your body. Because if you're not listening on the emotional, non-physical level, the only way for the universe to get your attention is to pop you one in the physical realm. Sometimes it's, a, it's, it's an accident. Sometimes it's tripping and falling. Sometimes it's a car accident. Uh, sometimes it's another type of calamity in the physical world trying to get your attention. And yesterday's events on the nation's capital got everyone's attention. And it's not they solely who were wrong. It is an opportunity for each and every one of us to take a look inside what demons do I have that are still residing within? What healing do I need? Where have I been hurting myself and attacking my soul? Where have I let my anger crawl on top of my soul and break down the door and invade it? Where have I let my jealousy and hatred crawl inside of me and invade the soul of myself. That is what we saw played out in the U.S. Capitol yesterday. A nation invaded by its own darkness. verge of a breakthrough, when they are on the verge of seeing how awesome they are, often in those days of being on that verge, there's this cloud that tries to stop the light. There's this force that may be pulling them back and causing them to doubt their journey. And we have a great team of coaches that help our clients through those dark nights of the soul. And what we had yesterday in the United States of America was a dark night of the soul of our nation. It is inherent in the journey. It is necessary in the journey. I don't welcome it. I don't love it. It was scary. I can't believe it. In my lifetime to see something like that was just, I, I couldn't believe it. But given, you know, an overnight and some time to reflect and think about it, 
I said to myself, this is exactly the journey of a soul. Moving forward. Coming into a greater generation of light and hope and progress is going to cause negative forces to jump. And it is our job as the greater version of ourselves, as the, as the higher evolving being to eradicate that negativity and to heal, which is the only way we eradicate it, is to heal, to heal the wounds, to heal the negativity. This entire past year has been a macrocosm of human healing We've been in a very, very long phase of coming through a massive global transformation. And we've all had to be on the same page because there was something being spread that was causing true death and destruction. And the greater versions of human beings prevailed. And we're now on the other side of this pandemic. Not that we're out of it by any stretch of the imagination. But now there's something positive to help and treat. This is your soul's transformation as well. And you're seeing the stage play happening in the physical realm. I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in the second half of the show. And then if you're still with me, I hope you are, and I hope you will stay with me. You can call in and we can chat about it if you'd like, and then we will do some healing. So I guarantee you, before we're wrapped up with this call today, you will have some healing that we will do together. I'll see you at the second half of the show. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are here talking about the most real of all real circumstances. Uh, this is Coach Mo Fall. If you've continued with me in the second half of the show, I truly appreciate it. I am going to uh, help us all heal a bit as we get into the conclusion of this show today. Um, but before we get into the healing aspects, I want to elaborate on a few more aspects of the experience that we had uh, yesterday here in the United States. I was talking earlier about how we see things on the outside world that are part of our inner experience and the outside world 
is one of the ways that we get signals back from our creator to do something different or to do the same thing. So we could have positive feedback loops of generosity and love and, and abundance and do more of that. So the feedback mechanism that we get as human beings in this physical world isn't always negative. We are negative biased because we are built in the physical realm to survive and to create more humans. This is part of the physical experience. Not all of our experience and feedback mechanism has to be negative. The negative is what brings us to a higher sense of self. We could perhaps imagine one day in a human experience being all positive. I would venture to guess that that would indeed be what we would consider to be heaven. And I can also suggest to you that when your soul is cleaned up, when you've been on the journey and reached a level of personal freedom because you have stopped hating yourself, you have stopped tapping into unworthiness, you have stopped the negative energy to a degree that you are mostly experiencing joy and appreciation in the world. When you are experiencing being free and loving and enthusiasm and eagerness and happiness and clarity, when you know who you are and how the world is in its truest, highest sense, you're going to live heaven on earth. And as I've seen nearly a thousand women take their personal soul journeys in my 12 week workshop, I have seen most of them, if not all, but I'll just dare say most of them have moments, days, perhaps weeks and months where they are feeling heaven on earth. And that soul connection, when you are one with your creative vital force, when you are one with your divine energy, when you are one with the unified field, when you are in that field of divinity and you are knowing that you are a citizen of that divine field, you can experience heaven on earth. You can. And I've witnessed it, I felt it, and I have helped clients go there. The tricky part is, as a human being with a physical body feeling different things in the world, it's really not going to be a permanent situation because there's going to be things that happen that sense into your body as a physical body. Like I could be really in a blissful state and then hit hunger pains in my stomach and go, oh, wow, I'm really hungry. And I'm going to pop out of that heavenly state because hunger has reminded me that I'm physical. Or if I have to go to the bathroom or if my back starts hurting from sitting in the wrong position or if I smell something or see something or if someone says something to me. I could be triggered back into my physical realm, into the things that are uncomfortable. And then typically us humans will take that trigger of uncomfortable and be reminded of uncomfortable 
that feels like that, it begins to open this gateway. So if you get a hunger pain, you're going to feel uncomfortable and you're going to be like, oh, it's time to eat. And then you're going to be like, oh, you know what? I can't do that until after this meeting is over. Darn it. I hate these meetings that run long. Why can't people just shut up and get to the point? What's going on with people? All of a sudden, one little innocent hunger pain triggers negativity. The discomfort of an innocent hunger pain brings you into this space that provokes negativity. And once that's released, there's negative energy that you've just put out into the unified field. Gosh, darn it. I did it again. Urgh. And then you judge yourself and there's more negative energy. It's a perpetual thing. And then you might just be like, oh, when I can eat lunch, I'll feel so much better. And it begins this cascade that begins to take over. And your soul is now hijacked by the hunger pain that then turned into this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And now you're grumpy. And now you've got grumpy, irritable energy into the field. And maybe someone might say, hey, do you want to go grab something and go grab lunch real quick? Nah, I'm just going to eat something quick. I'm just, I, I'm just too hungry. So you snap at that person. And now you're like, oh, I snapped at that person just because I'm hungry. Oh, now what? And we continue to have the, 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 the disappointment in the fact that life can be this way. And we're like, where was that bliss? How come I can't keep that going? And then you start judging yourself that you can't keep the bliss going. And we keep going back and forth, physical being, spiritual being, physical being, spiritual being. And when you are mostly a spiritual being, even though you're living in the physical realm, you're going to say hunger pain. Hmm. What good do I have in my refrigerator to eat? I'm really going to pay attention to this meeting for the next 20 minutes so I can stay present. It's going to be a little bit of a challenge because my body is saying, eat something. I'm going to be present here. That's a whole different response to a hunger pain than what we would be more likely inclined to. So as you become a higher version of you, as you become a more healed, whole, aligned version of you, you're going to have less negative energy going out into the field, and therefore you will experience less negative energy. That's the way it works, folks, plain and simple. And so we see negative experiences and news. We know, hey, how can I heal? How can I participate in the unified field shifting and we can do it by being as much into our pure consciousness and into our heart love energy as possible. Even for the imperfections and especially for the imperfections we see out there. Because out there is in here. And in here is out there. It is one. It is not separate. 
you are deluded by the separateness because you have plopped into a physical body. But your soul knows that you're connected. That's why we grieve when we see such negativity. That's why we grieve. Because inside we inherently know that this is our emotional state to some degree. And we don't have to judge ourselves when we see these things. We don't have to even judge others. We can be rather neutral on one hand. I know it was hard to be neutral yesterday. It was very hard, almost impossible. I love the country I live in. I have faith and trust in our governmental structure, our rules and laws, our moral code. I have faith and trust in the humans on this planet. I know there's evil lurking about, but for the most part, human beings are on the right track. For the most part, people want to be good and loving to each other. That's the majority of the human condition. And it's our duty to take our soul's expansion seriously, responsibly, and be accountable for who we are in the world and what our contribution is into the field of love and justice and grace and divinity. And when we separate ourselves from that, that's what sinning is all about. Sinning is separation from our divinity. So I'm on Facebook pretty regularly. That's where my business is. That's where my clients are. And so yesterday, I took a bit of an inventory as where we human beings are by watching the posts and the grief and despair and disappointment that a lot of people posted. And some people posted vitriolic messages, hate messages, which I understand. Even that in and of itself incites greater negativity in the world. So I'm going to ask as a human being with you on this planet, with you on this unified field, that when you see negativity, when you experience negativity, come into your wholeness first. When you separate yourself from your divinity, when you blame other people, when you hate on them, when you have despair because of someone outside of you, you're increasing the gap between you and your divinity. So please, when you feel negative and emotional, go inside and find your divine connection. Go inside and resist participating in the negative. Go inside and correct the disjointedness that that has caused. We're going to do a little bit of that right now.
I'd invite anyone to, to join me if they'd like to call in or discuss or perhaps get some direct healing at 816-251-3555. If you'd like to just participate in the healing meditation and prayer that I'm going to be doing in a few minutes, please stay with me for a little bit here. If you have enjoyed or appreciated where I'm coming from, you would more than likely, if you're a professional career woman, more than likely enjoy my work and perhaps the things that I do to help professional women up-level their careers and land their dream jobs. We've had some great success just in the last week of our ladies landing dream jobs that are beyond what they ever really thought they could do in such a short period of time. And the 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 offers, the opportunities, the uh, the new jobs that are getting started with our ladies, um, both in our grad group and also in the ladies who are in our 12-week workshop is just astounding and so fulfilling for them and for us as coaches to, to see them go through their journey of being jobless, uh, passed over, uh, maybe in a toxic environment they have to get out of. Perhaps they've created their own internal toxic environment and want to quit their job or profession and move into something that might feel better. And when they heal themselves, they come into reclaiming such a great career move that fits them and feels so good. And they see how powerful they are and how powerful they can be in the world. And they exercise a greater level of their personal talents and gifts and strengths and they are aligned with their divinity in doing that. Whether they're a scientist, an engineer, an accountant, a marketing professional, a nurse, a doctor, when you align greater with your divinity, you're able to execute in the physical world with your gifts and talents at a higher level and therefore we get paid more. And that is the work that we do. Greater satisfaction in the workplace because we spend so much time there. And it's so important to our soul's journey to feel that we're contributing in the world and being appreciated and recognized and valued and valuable in the physical world. So if you like what I have to say and you're intrigued or interested, you can watch my masterclass and you can find that at mofall.com. That's M-O-F-A-U-L.com slash masterclass. Or if you've seen enough, heard enough, or perhaps you've been following me for a while and you'd like to talk with me or one of my team members on a career clarity call, we offer complimentary career clarity calls to help you sort it out and figure out what's really going on. And you can schedule your time there at mofall.com slash give me clarity. We'd love to help you with your career and have a, a chat with you and connect with you to see what's really going on and if we can help you. We might have a fit on what we do with what's going on with you. We might not. Um, no problem either way. It's a complimentary conversation with a career breakthrough specialist that more than likely will illuminate things for you that you've perhaps never thought about or seen in certain ways. So we're super happy with the work that we do, and we're happy to serve as many professional women as we possibly can. Okay, so let's go into a bit of a healing here. And what I want you to do, if you can, hopefully you're not driving. If you are, you'll do this later, is to close your eyes. 
simple little physical thing to close your eyes. You block out the sense of sight in the physical realm, and you can now see inside. So close your eyes and allow your body to relax just a little bit with each breath that you take. Let yourself feel what your body feels like with each breath that you take. Tune in to you. You're so busy all day tuning into others, seeing and hearing and talking. Let's close the eyes, close the physical ears, close the mouth and just sit with the breath in and out of the nose. And if you hear any sounds in your local environment, just acknowledge that they exist and remind yourself that you're safe and just settle in a little bit deeper. And as you tune in to your own internal experience, take your eyes to the area of your heart. Take an internal pulse on your heart. Feel the space in your chest, knowing that there is a beautiful physical heart beating in there, doing its thing, and that you don't have to think about or worry about each beat it makes. It figures it out on its own. Tune in to the peace and the certainty of that heart beating inside of you. alive tune in to the feelings inside your chest perhaps it feels a little tight perhaps it feels a little sad Perhaps it feels a little heavy or dark. Perhaps it feels light 
happy. And white or yellow light feels like it's emanating from inside of you. Just tune in to whatever is there. Release your judgment. Release your categorizations. And pay attention to what you're thinking about what you're feeling. Witness the thoughts that come to you when you feel your heart. Just witness the thoughts. Allow your heart to gradually be free from all of the thoughts and let it just beat in your chest. Imagine your heart as it feels love. What does your heart feel like when it feels love? When it's feeling the connection with someone you love deeply, or perhaps a pet a child, a partner. When you're just connected, what does that heart in that chest feel? much as anyone else you know. Love yourself for the trials and tribulations. Love yourself for the ups and the downs. Love yourself for every thought and feeling you've ever had without judgment. Just love yourself for having experienced it. Love yourself for caring enough to perhaps push too far sometimes perhaps not enough others, just love yourself no matter what. Feel it in your chest. Now imagine yourself floating above yourself, looking down at yourself, sitting here, feeling love for yourself. Imagine yourself floating over that scene. You're watching yourself glowing and experiencing love. So as yourself hovers over, 
have that hovering over self. Open her arms and reach down and hug you. Give yourself a very loving hug. Give yourself such a great hug you feel safe and secure. And know that your divine creator, your God, your source, loves you even more. There's even more love than that. And practice that feeling all throughout your day. And give yourself that beautiful visualization as you go to bed tonight. As you wake up in the morning, may your first thoughts turn to thank you. I love you. See you next time. This is Coach Mo. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth, and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.